Welcome to MI Live, a podcast from Macros Inc., where we talk about how to make your nutrition and fitness goals realistic, achievable, and sustainable. All right, let's get to the show. Brad, still dancing? I am always going to dance at the intro. We are back with MI Live, uh, where we talk about nutrition, fitness, health, how to make your dieting, uh, your nutrition, and training all sustainable um, and realistic, and everything is evidence-based except for our random conversations, which are just us rolling, which is what today is. Hey, Brad, I have no topic today. I Ugh. did not realize we were going. I did not realize. Actually, I do, but I just didn't have time to get it going, and then I couldn't find my notebook because I realized six minutes before we were supposed to go live that that's how late in the day it actually was. Dude, it's been it's been that kind of week. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I looked at the clock. I was like, oh, my God, it's, five, it's like 10 till. Holy crap. I know. I had to send out one of my minions today to go get lunch because I have not had time to get food. One of my minions. Yep. <laughs> I hope that's not your your code for your wife. No, my dog. Oh, okay. That makes sense. No, one of our employees here at our my local office. What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm so excited. Somebody's here. What's happening? What's up? People, it's that Thursday low. Look at how busy we oh. are. We have no topic. No topic. Just talking. Did so, you know that we have three places where people can tune into us live? Every day on our Facebook group. Yes. Our Facebook page. Yes. And now on YouTube. Uh, go to YouTube. Whatever you're doing right now, click on that link. No, well, no, don't, don't. Do well, open, open a new tab. There you go. Well, if you're in the app, don't leave Facebook. Do it afterwards. Okay, that's true. Um, or do it real quick and come back. But if you do that, uh, you can subscribe. If we get to 100,000 subscribers, we're going to donate $10,000 to charity at the end of the year. Yeah. Well, if you if you actually care about other people, click on that link. Ten thousand dollars to the Alzheimer's Research Foundation. Yes, so I, have donated, um, I have donated one uh, percent of every paycheck I've made. I think for ten years to the Alzheimer's Research Foundation. That's awesome. Yeah. So I made a charitable donation yesterday. Oh yeah. Was it to the charity of Jay? No, it was not. Oh. It was to an individual who oh. needed it. Oh. So Brad, yes. Let's uh, talk. Well, well, if anybody has questions, just ask them. We'll get to everything. Today's a great grab bag Q and A. Yeah. So let's go. Let's pick a random article from NutriWiki and go over that. And let's go over nutrition labels. Ooh. So Ooh. Nutri- yeah, nutrition labels. So have just changed. By the way, that's what I was going to say. They did just change them. Um, so for anybody who's wondering where we're at, we're at. You can go to nutriwiki.org. And then you just type in nutrition label um, later on. Don't leave our show. <clears throat> or you can go to uh, click on, it's under flexible dieting, how to read nutrition labels. But <clears throat> nutrition labels. So first, are nutrition labels standardized in the U.S.? They are. Are they standardized in the world? No. Are they, sta- are they standardized between the U.S. and Canada? No. I don't think so. No, they're very similar, but they're not they're not standardized. What what were the changes that they made? Do you do you know offhand the changes they made when they up when they just redid them? Um if I recall correctly, because it's been so long since I've read this, they changed like the order of what was important. Mm-hmm. Uh, they changed the size of stuff. They changed what was required in the quantification section. Like mm-hmm. carbohydrates had to get broken down into like fiber, additional sugar, things like that. Um, I think those were the major changes. Yeah. Yeah. They had, um, I'm trying to figure out, there's gotta be a way to put up a, 
a picture? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought I could. It's just screen share. I know I can, but you can yeah. screen share an article. Yeah, I thought I, I didn't want to do the article. I just wanted to superimpose a picture, which I thought I could. I'm going to read some comments while you look at that. Um, Corey says, "Wave emoji." Hello, Mr. Corey. Um, you and I should get together for a garage gym workout soon. That would be great. Oh, Corey's a good friend of mine, local. Um, oh, do you know who made this? There is it up there? Uh, you? I did make this. <laughs> it's a good infographic, isn't it? Yeah, I did not know that popped up there. Glad I clicked the right window. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So with our nutrition label, we have um, our serving size obviously on there. Now, serving sizes are they? Should we? Is there anything in serving size that you think people should be paying attention to? Just pay attention to the size of it. And then how many are per container, right? I think a lot of people, a lot of times people think serving size is how much you should eat. No, serving size is just a breakdown. Like, yeah, a breakdown of like, hey, per in this one, two thirds of a cup, this is how many calories, fats, all that stuff. Um, and if we're going for solids, let's, let's assume that everything we're talking about right now is a solid food, no, no liquids. Should yeah. we be going with grams or cup? Uh, grams are much more accurate. Because okay. you can directly weigh that. The volume can be off. Because I could smash up a lot of pretzels to fit into two-thirds of a cup. That's true, but then it wouldn't be very tasty. Right. <clears throat> well, you know, your pre- my pretzel my pretzel puree in the morning. That'd be good. <clears throat> um, and then calories. Um, is there an error, margin of error in this calorie count on box number two? It's supposed to be within, I think, five calories is what it's supposed to be. Okay. So then let's keeping that in mind on section section three with macros, macros and, and major micros do, cause you see it on sometimes on labels will they have total carbs, but the carbs and let's say it's just carbs. They have nothing else. The carbs don't add up to the calories significantly. Is that because they're, they're the fiber, they're, they're, they're removing the fiber component. Correct. And if there's um, non nutritive sweeteners. Okay. So sometimes, and I, I'd have to remember, but sometimes the added sugars can be like, you know, uh, uh, sorbitol. They'll add that in there, but that's a non-nutritive sweetener. So there's no calories to it. Mm-hmm. So that won't add to it. Yeah. So sometimes if you just add up like the 72 calories from the fats, the what 148 from the carbohydrates there, and then the 12 from the protein that may not add up to 230. I'd have to yeah. do the math. So, um, so do it, is it worth people? Should, would you recommend that people count the total car, the total cal, the total carbs, even if they're broken down into fiber or should they subtract the fiber and the non-nutrition? Non- I would say as long as you're consistent. Now for, for me, it's way easier to just assume everything's in there than trying to play the game of subtracting your net carbs yeah i always thought that the the you know i mean if you're eating something like maybe an adkins bar where it the the net carbs are like the whole thing um yeah maybe it might come into play but yeah i always thought for for four grams of carbs um there's going to be an error somewhere in my measuring in the day i'll just take this as my error correction no if you're like really trying to bulk and you're struggling to get enough calories in like yeah. or you're struggling to gain then I would subtract out the net carbs so you know oh crap I still have to eat extra. Yeah. Agreed. So, um and then any mic with other micronutrients is there anything 
in particular people should pay attention to in there? Any, any, any more tricks of the trade that people put in? Yeah, I would say in the micronutrients is that percentage daily value is based on kind of an average Mm -hmm. of all people. And it's based on basically minimum requirements. So don't use that as like optimal. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we have a Facebook user saying, hi guys. Hello, Facebook user. Um, Shauna and Greg Zahn said, hello. Hello, Shauna. Um, somebody said, hi, new to Macros Inc. Oh, if you're new to Macros Inc., go to macrosinc.net, use the calculator, get the free book. Um, you're already in the Facebook group. Hopefully you've done those two. And then you're set. Somebody asked, are the positions all filled up? Or better question, would you be annoyed receiving more applications? You can apply if the jobs are posted at macrosinc.net slash, what's the job board web address? Job, job hyphen board. Job hyphen board. If there's a job listed, you can absolutely still apply. Um, and we would not be annoyed receiving more applications. No. Um, if you find typos on the job hyphen board webpage, um, email Jay and blame him because I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, looking fresh. No, I actually am using an, uh, a, a new webcam. Well, it's an old webcam that I found, but you it, rebooted it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, it's one I bought last year that I couldn't find. But it's a it's a 1080p versus the crappy one built into my. Ooh, head. you fancy! Yeah. Ooh, I think my Harry said hi. Podcasting equipment gets here next week, so next Ooh. week my sound should be much better. Ooh, fancy! Yep. Uh, just I'm out driving. We'll just record. Yeah, these are always recorded. You can watch them on YouTube. You can go into our Facebook page, and they're all in there under videos under a show uh, under a series for MI Live, or you can search the group for MI Live. I would say go to YouTube and subscribe. Yeah. Yep. Isn't it uh, 2,000 calories a day? Yeah, they're based on a 2,000-calorie-a-day diet, I believe. Yeah, that's what, the, that's what the percentage of the labels are based on. Yeah, but your, but your, micro, macro, your micronutrients will, will – that's just an average because it's going to vary based on people, right? And yeah, then, sex, age, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and it's actually – and that's just the, R, the RDI, right? So those are the minimums you need. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So they're definitely not optimal. Yeah. Never got the email, but managed to do everything tracking with my Macros Plus now. Good. I'm glad. Macros. Well, if you're waiting for like a download or something and you haven't gotten it, just email in our customer support line, itch, which is? Uh, support at macrosinc.net. And you will take care of you. And if we don't take care of you, um, follow up the very polite email and CC one of us, and we will make sure it gets taken care of. Uh, just had an uh, uh, ruin why bariatric surgery oh there you go uh can anyone help me yeah if you make a we, we work with bariatric patients um if you make a post in the group uh one of the moderators will help you be, be able to help you out with macros but you can go right to macrosinc.net uh slash and sign up for a two-week free trial and we can absolutely help you out there um and i just put that banner on there as well. yep only thing i would say is um you know, make sure I know that there's very specific protocols post-surgery. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure you follow those too. And, you know, if you've had it like a week ago or six months ago, um, just make yeah. sure you let your, your coach know. Um, and there will be some restrictions that are uh, eased up over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just make sure you follow doctor's orders. Yeah. And for the most part, any I mean, we get we get bariatric patients who come in pre-surgery and then stick with us after and but the, the most of them are, are a couple are, are a little bit after after surgery and they're kind of lost they don't know what to do now 
Yeah. You know, one of the hard parts is uh, I've probably worked with 50 or 60 kind of post-bariatric patients is there's kind of two major challenges. And I think this is a good topic to chat about. One is retraining behaviors, um, you know, because you're really going to go through two major things. One is you had behaviors before um, that we have kind of have to retrain mm-hmm. um, based on like good, healthy eating habits, right? That's a big one. And then another one is some of the restrictions that come from having those surgeries, there are some things you have to adjust to. Um, so there's just some, some kind of behavior modification. They're not like bad behavior modifications. It's just changing kind of the way you do things. Right. I kind of think about it like, you know, if you have torn an ACL or done something like that, where it's like the recovery process, you kind of have to change some of your behaviors around how you exercise, how you train, all that sort of stuff. Um, so they're just adaptations to, to normal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other piece is, this is more of a kind of a psychological thing is I think it's really important for people kind of post bariatric surgery to realize is there will be a weight loss period. Um, and you will hit some like minimum amount and then your weight will come back up a little bit. And that period where you kind of hit that nadir and then come back up can be scary for people, but realize like your optimal body weight will not be over time where you can maintain it in a healthful manner will not be that very lowest point ever. Um, so just kind of wrapping your mind around that is important. I love how Jay's just, uh, faking the stillness. <laughs> I, got it. I was looking around my eyes were moving, but, um, all right. Uh, let's see. Jay, please shave the beard in about three months. No, never. It's gonna I'm so hard. glad it's back. Out of here. Um, hi, can you tell me what math is for macros if I want to do it by hand? Yeah, we have an article on NutriWiki, how to calculate your macros. Um, and you can go right into there. So just go to NutriWiki.org. And then under flexible dieting, um, you'll find one on how to actually calculate them by hand. It's kind of crazy all the resources we have. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot. <laughs> uh, New Macros Inc. member, welcome. This is our daily daily morning talk show. Brad has an earlier one. This is the afternoon one. And then once every other week, hopefully coming once a week soon, uh, we have an uh, evening one as well. So me and Brad. We're building a media empire. Yeah. Managed to find it. Glad that you found it. Oh, good. Thanks, guys. You are welcome. Linda wants to know, what is the best way to eat for a recap maintenance or deficit? I I like my weight, but too much body fat. My body stays soft despite a consistent exercise and diet program. Yeah, what I would say is... You know, if you're if you're happy with the body weight, one thing we might consider doing is going on like a short fat loss piece, just to kind of get rid of some of the excess body fat. Um, you know that you where you say your body's soft, um, and then building up some muscle tissue from there. That way, you would kind of you'd have a little bit of weight loss over a you know twelve sixteen week period, and then you would be able to kind of bring your body weight back up, and then you can kind of change that adipose tissue or that fat tissue weight for muscle tissue weight. But the best way to do that is kind of lose the body fat and then put on the muscle tissue. Yep. Agreed. Uh, so much of the bariatric um, weight loss is changing your brain. Yep. That's, and I think that's just a huge component with, with, with successful dieting. Uh, Brianna, what was the website to help calculate macros? You can just go to macrosinc.net and then the calculator is right on the homepage. It's on the very top, click the button on the right. There's a button and there is a web link. Yeah. A menu link. A top menu link. Top menu. So, all right. Well, that's it. We're out of here. See you guys later. Have a good weekend. Rude. So, what are you going to do this weekend? 
Uh, work, go horseback riding, and work. Did you get your new horse yet? Not yet. We're still waiting. The barn that we're trying to move to is being uh, difficult. Well, that's sad. Back to us. Like we signed the paperwork out all over then silence. But he hasn't gotten paid yet, so. Well, fine. And what are you naming the next horse? Uh, Ron Swanson. Yes. Can you please, at least once, give him a taste of Lagavulin 16? Give him what? Oh, of Lagavulin. I don't know how horses do with alcohol. I don't think that would go over very well. You know what's funny is I let my dog, like, have a lick of bourbon off my finger one time and you know how they like lick it and then they lick their nose and he was sneezing all over the place for like 10 minutes (laughs) oh my god uh how many specific weeks should we go tracking before changing things up if there's no change in anything so you want to look for changes in three things your weight photos and measurements uh if you see progress in one of those three don't change anything you're still making progress if there's no changes in those three for I would say four weeks, um, or if it's if your weight starts dramatically going up uh, after two weeks, then we can make a change. But with with females, you really need to look back at four week increments to match your weight loss up to your cycle um, because of water water retention. So I would say find some macros, go with it for four weeks, and then and, and adjust based off that. But if you are if you look back at photos, let's say the scale's down only two pounds and you're saying, Oh no, that's not, that's not a lot. That's not a lot. Uh, and you, your measurements are down by an inch and you say, that's not enough. And then you look at photos and you say, Holy cow, that's, I, I see a big difference. Then you're making progress. There doesn't really need to change anything. Um, progress. So how many weeks if they've had no on any of it? Four weeks, four weeks. Okay. That's what I said. I said that you weren't listening. No, I was, I was just making sure we repeated it. Yeah. Cause I already said there's three things to look for. And there's four week time period. Okay. <laughs> four and three. Okay. So, Brad, what are you doing this weekend? Um, let's see. I am going to this afternoon. I'm going to take my dogs out because it is the only nice day that's on the horizon. Um, we're probably going to go for a nice little stroll. Ooh, a stroll. Going to go to Home Depot. I could walk to Home Depot. It'd probably be a 35, 40 minute walk, but I could probably walk there. Um, I'm going to do that this evening slash afternoon. And then tomorrow it's supposed to be 55 and rainy. So I will be working all day. Um, I'll probably, I'll probably sleep in a little bit. Um, Probably have a cup of coffee in my new coffee mug that I'm making right now. Um, Probably have myself a nice little Saturday, do some work, cook some brunch, um, Sunday, I'll probably prepare myself for the week mm-hmm. and that's about it. Oh, I just got food delivered. This is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me. That's the most exciting thing. All right. What are the calories in your food? What'd you get? Uh, I can't, I can't reveal that. Oh God. It's a lot. I got, I, uh, got Panda. You got a Panda. You're going to eat a Panda. A fortune cookie Panda express. So <sighs> They, they were going to get Panda and they were like, do you want Panda? And I was like, uh, it's Friday YOLO. I'm going to do Panda, but I did get veggies and white rice and teriyaki chicken. So it's, it's pretty reasonable. Oh, okay. It's well, pretty macro friendly. You know why I had to get Panda? Do you know what I ran out of today and doesn't come until Monday? Oh, you're, uh, your mother of macros meals. Yes. So we do have a meal prep partner. So if you are interested in following 
kind of macros, you know, tracking your food, having an accounting system for your nutrition, and you're not quite sure where to start and you don't really know how to measure the macros in your own food and you would like to kind of have your meal needs taken care of and also be able to track your macros without doing a lot of math yourself, we have a meal prep partner who actually does that for you. So they will, you can go online, you can order all of your food, they will ship made meals to you, all you have to do is heat them up um, and all of the ingredients in macronutrients will be on the side and to have that delivered to your house, just go to motherofmacros.com uh, sign up for one of their options and use macros 10 at checkout and you'll save 10%. Okay. Everybody got that? Yeah. Do it as so soon. That means you basically get one of your meals for free. That's free food. Everybody loves free food. Yeah. So Brandon had another question. Can there be change in body weight without working out in your body without working out? I, I feel I hear so many say macros and weightlift, but I'll be honest. I really don't enjoy lifting weights yet. Um, yeah, you, you absolutely. So it depends on your goal, right? If your goal is to have, to have, um, to, to, for fat loss. Yeah. You don't need to work out. Um, you don't need to weight lift for fat loss. Diet is where your fat loss is going to come from. But the, the downside to not lifting weights and you don't have to be a power lifter. Um, but the downside to not doing resistance training in any form while you're dieting is once right, right now your body's shape. If you, if you're, if you're losing fat, you lose body shape when you lose body fat and you don't have muscle to replace that. So it doesn't give you that, uh, a, a, you're not going to be big and bulky, but you won't have any definition or, or really, uh, uh, most people are think that uh, most people who don't lift weights, once they lose a, a good amount of weight, say that they don't find their figure or the physique flattering. So then they start to lift. And I will say that is, I will, I will go. That is the number one thing that people who lose a significant amount of weight say they wish they would have done in the beginning is, is weightlift from the beginning. Yeah. And the other thing that's important is you may not, you don't have to love weightlifting, but as long as you do it a couple days a week mm -hmm. and you're consistent with it, it will help spare lean mass tissue losses while you're losing weight. Like if you have 50 to 60 pounds to lose and you don't lift weights, I would say that's not the best option because you are going to be losing some lean mass with it. But if you do lift you know, it doesn't have to be crazy, just kind of modest, moderate weightlifting two, three, four days a week. You're going to spare most of that muscle mass loss. Yeah. And, and, you know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to sit there and, and swing dumbbells and, and, and move barbells. You can use cables, you can use machines. Um, just it's the intensity. You just need to make sure that you're doing enough work to challenge yourself. It's not, Oh, yeah. okay, one, two, three, four, ten done. It's you need to be puffing and puffing a little bit and just have a little bit of exertion in there. And, and that's really all you need. You don't need tons. And I would say the older I've gotten, the more I gravitate to machines and cables. Um, yep. I still like dumbbells and stuff, but I don't find myself doing as much barbell work just because it's, it's easier on my joints and I can get the same muscle stimulus. Like I, at this point in my career, I don't need to be like a highly explosive athlete anymore. So you're not, you're not trained to be an Olympic weightlifter anymore. Olympic, oh. An Olympic hopeful. That is still one of the funniest things. That's ever. my favorite. So, so for anybody who doesn't know, Brad did a podcast a long time ago, and he he sent me a link to listen to. I asked him for information on something. And he's like, "Hey, I talked about this on this podcast. I was on like two years ago. Here, sent me a link, and I'm listening to it. And the intro for it was <laughs> we have Dr. Brad Dieter, who is training to be an Olympic, uh, who is training to be an Olympic uh, athlete, a weightlifter, and something like that." And oh, it, it, like, like they didn't under, they didn't understand that he was starting to, li he lifted Olympic style lifting. 
um, yeah. versus training for the Olympics. And it was my favorite. That, was, that should tell you the extent of the conversations that were had on that podcast. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that podcast was horrible. I don't know how you did it. It was, it was, uh, that was, the, the, that was the one where you talked about how being a vegetarian isn't necessarily the healthiest op. It isn't always the healthiest thing. Right. And they just shot you down. Was well, the best one was we were talking about like vaccinations or something. Right. And I would say the, uh, the, the group who led the podcast, what I would say more on the like alternative medicine side, um, which like I'm pretty open-minded about that stuff. Right. I think there's a lot we don't know and all that sort of stuff, but we were kind of having discussion about vaccinations. Right. And I've, I've got some molecular biology training under my belt and I'm not an immunologist, but I know, you know, enough to kind of understand how they work. Um, like I've, been involved in submitting some like uh vaccine patents like i i've got a little bit of an understanding and so we were talking about like vaccines or something and i was like yeah this is kind of how they work here's the risk profile and they're like well i just don't agree with you like i i I think you're completely wrong about how vaccines work and i was like okay well like what's like what's the basis for that well i don't really have one i just we'll agree to disagree yeah we're gonna do (laughs) I was like, I don't know if that's how this works. Like, I, I, I'm not a rocket scientist, so I can't tell the guy who built the SpaceX rockets. Well, I don't think it's going to work because uh, rockets aren't real. So uh, <laughs> uh, we'll agree to disagree. And I'm like, I can't say that. Like, that's just silly. Oh, man, that's my favorite I'm a, I, I like to introduce you like that too. When we oh my God. Did you notice my name I put in here today? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't even see it. Let's see. Why won't it show up? Oh, our names? Oh, I don't know. Um, I have no option to... That's unfortunate. Somebody's calling me from Spokane. I don't know who it is. Yeah, I have no option to display our names today. There's the phone number. If anybody wants to call them and harass them for calling me live on air, please do. Let's see if this fixes it. Hold on. No, I have no option to uh, add your name in today. It's fine. (laughs) You're Jay. I'm Brad. You're Brad. Okay. We're done. Uh, This Facebook user who's in our group said, I've been reading up on body recomp through the search feature and all the articles posted. Is it really not possible for someone who lifts weights regularly to shift their weight from body fat to muscle? Would it be possible for someone who lifts regularly, but for the last 11 weeks is doing home workouts versus a normal gym routine? Um, I think the best way to, answer this is body recomposition is definitely possible um we've seen it we know it exists in the scientific literature we understand the mechanisms for how it works we know what type of training caloric intake macronutrient intake etc like we've got good parameters around that now part of the problem is it takes much longer to see those types of results um you know like if you wanted to lose five pounds of body fat and gain two pounds of muscle, it generally takes longer to see that doing recomp than doing a deficit and then a surplus, um, just because the efficiencies. The other piece is the kind of margin of error that you have on a day-to-day basis is much smaller than if you are doing it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's definitely not the most optimal way to go. It might be the most efficient. It might be the most sustainable way for you, and that's when I typically recommend people go into a recap when they when they need that sustainability from that. But it's definitely not a 
like, oh, I'm going to get jacked by recomping right now. Unless you're on a lot of drugs, it's not going to be the best way to do it. Yeah. And plus, like, I know for me, I've never done like a major bulk cycle because I just know like I'm not good at eating a lot of food. Um, I don't really want to put on excess body fat that I'm going to have to lose later. Um, you didn't have to weren't good at bulking bread. We know. Um, and I don't even lift. So I'm like, I've always kind of done the like, eh, let's just maybe do the long-term recomp thing and do that. So that's kind of been more of my approach than the other approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but when there's been periods where it's like, Hey, I need to lose quite a bit of weight or I need to put on like three or four pounds pretty quickly for something. I've definitely taken those approaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. You just have to be willing to have years for the recomp game if that's your goal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think, I think that most of the time the recomp thing is once you've met your, your, your fat loss goal and then you want to keep a lower body fat, but you still want to build muscle. I think that's, it's more, it's a very long-term play. It's okay. I'm really, I'm done dieting. I don't want to gain a bunch of weight back. I really like where I like my body fat level. I just want to add more muscle to it. And that's when you switch into the, to the recap mode, kind of a maintaining, but always slightly improving. Yep. So precise. Um, any other questions? Any other questions, guys? Remember, we are if we get a hundred thousand people who like our YouTube channel by the first of the year, uh, we are going to donate ten thousand dollars to the Alzheimer's Research Foundation um, at the at the beginning of twenty twenty one. And so, go over to YouTube and make sure you like our channel, youtube.com slash C slash Macros Inc. Gosh, wait until Macros Inc. is everywhere. We are everywhere. Am I global? Am I global? Brianna said, oh, wait, Brianna, you said no. You said you were done. You said this was the end. Look at this. Those are my for the day, and then you asked another one. We can't, we can't have this. Um, so, I had, so I had deli meat chicken, and once tracked, the sodium was over 1,000. I mean, holy moly, that is a ton. Is that good or bad? Should I not be eating deli meat chicken for protein. I eat deli meat all the time. I think sandwiches are amazing. Um, Jay, I love how you are all upset and then just continued anyway. Yeah. yeah, So sodium is, unless you have like established cardiovascular disease or established hypertension, um, I wouldn't be overly concerned with how much sodium you're consuming in a day. The only reason I would worry about it is if you care about the daily weight fluctuations yeah that's really the only reason right and you know if you're eating deli meat early in the morning you're not gonna or in the day and you're the next day you're probably not gonna see a scale shoot up now if you have a bunch of high high sodium intake 20 minutes with carbs 20 minutes before bed the scale is going to shoot up the next day just remember that it's water weight it's not body fat that's why we take a weekly average of our weights uh, to see what the how our product is going. Six ounces. Those are those are rookie. Numbers. Those are rookie numbers in this yeah. bracket. You gotta pump those babies up. Yeah, we need to get like some like sixty. You gotta eat a pound, a pound of deli meat, and then come. I'm just isn't know. it sixteen ounces in a pound? So you should have to eat almost three times that much. Yeah. Um. All right. I think we're almost done. We got no more questions. How many viewers have we had this week total for our MI lives? You know, I don't actually know. I didn't have time to run the numbers, but we, I, I think it was two. I did check. What's the highest viewership we had at one time or like after a week, after a week, five, uh, 5,900. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. 
we are making moves. Yeah, no, this show gets watched by uh by, by lots of lots of people, Brad. We are we are Facebook we'll have 153,000 more people who need to watch it. Yeah. So to all the 153,000 people who have not watched that video, I don't know what you're doing with your lives. Maybe you're being productive, but I think you should tune in. <laughs> oh my god. So, everybody right now who's watching, if you had to pick one macro that you had to cut out, you were like, nope, not going to eat this anymore. What would it be? Mm. Oh, Brad, what would yours be? You had to pick uh, one. Fat. Fat. Yep. I'd probably pick the same. We're not talking about health risks or health implications. We're just talking about which one wouldn't you miss. Yeah. Yeah, probably fat I could do without. Although, the only hard part would be like steak has fat in it. Yeah, we'll go with like it's I mean, we'll go with like if you had chicken, like that that minimal fat that's just added in there, that stuff's removed. I'm talking about like adding in macros, like you know, cooking with like butter, bacon. Like we wouldn't have bacon. Yeah. I mean, like I would miss cheese, but I'd rather have steak than cheese. I would miss peanut butter, but I'd rather have sour patch than peanut butter. Who likes cheese? Cheese is gross. What? Yeah, I hate cheese. I I, I eat cheese in my pizza, but I do so grudgingly. Who are you? Yeah, I, I just carbs. Rachel, you you're <laughs> Rachel, you're out. Rachel, march to the beat of your own drum. Do not succumb to the peer pressure. Don't do it. And nobody likes avocados. They're not real things. Uh, that's not true. They are they're, real. They're just like giant, they're like giant crusty boogers. That's what it is. It's just a giant big booger. Like that is not true. Avocados are so gross. Do you like guacamole? No, it's disgusting. I've had it. What? I've only had it a few times. The first time I ever had guacamole was at Brad. <sighs> first time I ever had guacamole was at Brad. You should have, you should have told me this. Otherwise, I would have made you sign a prenup. <laughs> yeah, no. Avocados are gross. Guacamole is gross. And this comes from someone who eats Mexican food three to four times a week. What do you? What, okay, what do you qualify as Mexican food? Uh, like fajitas and okay, like actual like cilantro and onion tacos. Your oh, cilantro is the best. Do you know what other what spice is the seed that turns into cilantro? Cumin. No, I have no. You're idea. close. Starts with a C. Curcumin. And ends with oriander. Coriander? I don't yeah. know what that is. I believe I'm pretty sure I'm gonna look it up real quick. I don't know what that Coriander. is. Coriander. All I know is that most things avocado. No, no, Marta, you're wrong. I'm sorry. See, coriander is the name for dried seeds of cilantro. No. Just so you know. No. The more you know. Oh my God. Dude, it's been such a long week. The fact that it's like four ish, five hours from when I can like shut down the computer for like 12 hours. I'm so excited. I don't know what I'm going to do. Just have a bottle of dogs for a walk. No. Oh, speaking of that, Jay. Yeah. Next time you need to order bourbon. Um, I went out to dinner last night because I went to go look at a thingy-mabobber for Macros Inc. Mm-hmm. And we had to get food on the way home, so we stopped. And there is this bourbon that you need to buy. 
It's from Freeland Distillery. It's an all-female brewery or uh, distillery. They take it. They take the bourbon. They put it in Pinot Noir barrels, and then they let the barrels rock around in the ocean. How does they call that? How do they call that bourbon? Because they they put it in. Um, so I'll, I'm going to read you the description. Freeland bourbon pays homage to the South and to Grandma Freeland, the namesake of Freeland spirits. Soft caramel, vanilla, and spice dance into the whiskey from charred from charred American oak barrels. So after it, so it goes through the charred American oak barrels. A final rest in Oregon's Elk Cove Pinot Noir barrels as an element of the Pacific Northwest terroir. So is, it a, is it a bourbon or is it an American whiskey? It is a bourbon. I didn't. I don't think that can be legally called. I, th- I thought that the, the 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 like the global trade definition for a bourbon was it can only be cast in a brand new, in a brand short American oak barrel, short yeah. American old barrel. I didn't think it could be re. That's why. That's why Jack Daniels isn't a bourbon because it's in because it has honey in it. Why? Because it has uh, flavoring and they. Yeah, I think it's honey that they. I don't know. But this might have been one of the best bourbons I've ever had in my life. Well, you have to text that to me, and then I'll have to find it, and then I'll have to have some. Um, order Shannon a said that cilantro comes from Christmas trees? No, it doesn't. I don't, I don't understand. I think there's a joke we're missing. I think it is. I think there is, too. <laughs> um, Mimi said she doesn't like cilantro or coriander. I don't know what coriander is, so I can't say if I like it. I did not like cilantro until recently. Would you like it in a box? Would you like it with a fox? Oh, my God. Would you like it on a train? Would you like it in the ring? Would you like it in the house? Would you like it with a mouse? Would you like it here or there? Would we're going gonna, we're gonna to hide Brad from this for a little bit. It's, he's being removed for misbehavior. All right, did you learn your lesson in timeout? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. If anything, you have fired me up. Yeah. Let's Great. No. I'm sorry, Jay. I apologize. Okay. Well, I think we're about wrapping it up. We got no questions. So now everybody knows all the things they need to know <laughs> about coriander. Yeah. I'm just saying. Hey, Brad. Yes. What kind of poop does a ghost have? Ah, spooky dookies. I told that to my wife. It was awesome. I, I, I got a, I, I believe I got a text eye roll when I said that. I got an oh my God text back. That's awesome. I love how ADD these lives are. Yeah, this is how every meeting with us is. <laughs> it's not an agenda. It's now you know why I send out agendas for every meeting. Yeah, and now you know why I norm- we normally have a, a show schedule for these. Um, we did not today because this is how they used to be for anybody who just started watching these. So before we sign off, okay. um, we have a few requests to make of you guys. The first is go to YouTube dot com slash c slash macros link and subscribe um if you can help us get to a hundred thousand subscribers by the end of the year we will donate ten thousand dollars to charity um and jay and i will each get a plaque that we will hang on the wall and it will be absolutely hilarious um, we can really get something like me like send us out an email and post stuff in the group and stuff as well oh we'll be doing that too eventually okay. i gotta get like some sort of design made that's like a hundred k for 10k something like that um and I'll probably make a shirt and wear it. And then on the back, it'll say youtube.com slash C slash macros Inc. Subscribe so I can donate my money. Um, that would be pretty funny. Yeah. 
And then the other thing is, if you would like to sign up for coaching and work with one of our world-class coaches, uh, go to macrosync.net slash services, and you can sign up for coaching. So um, that's all I got. Yeah. Wow. We had 53 people like it, like us yesterday. Oh, that means it's working. Yeah. We had so 53. We need 20. To we had 35 20. on Wednesday, 53 on Thursday. What are we at today? Uh, does not give me today's. It will give me it to, to it. So 50, 20 times 50 is a thousand um, times. So we need a lot more. I mean, it'll take 2000 days at this rate. That's four years. So we we need, you know, what we need to do. Um, bring sexy back. Ah, uh, bringing sexy back. Yep. I don't know how to act. Um, we need to find a media outlet to pick this up, and then I think we have a lot of uh, of work to do on our show before we get picked up by a media outlet. Hey, these guys said they would do this if you did this, and just oh. like just get a whole bunch of like fake subscribers just because. I don't want fake subscribers. I don't either, but I think it'd be funny. Leanne, Leanne joined. She's on YouTube. Oh, are we? Uh, oh, I will have an exciting announcement for the group. Hopefully, this afternoon. Um, if it's that you do your lives without pants on, we already know the camera fell once. It was no. I have I have pants on. No khakis though. I do not have khakis on today because we're doing laundry. I just so everybody is aware, I'm having the shirt designed. Probably going to cost me like 30 bucks to do it, but it's going to say king of khakis and I will wear it all the time. Oh my God. Just so you know, um, I will be, there will be a OG run of three morning Joe mugs. Oh, two of which are spoken for one of which, uh, I'm going to have a, an auction. For anybody who doesn't know what is morning Joe. It is the, the morning show that I do as often as I can where I rate whatever coffee I have. Um, and I basically just tell everybody what's going on with Macros Inc. And I usually make a joke at my expense. Okay. Yeah, some of the coffees that you drink are uh, interesting. Today was 40 sardines. It was actually really good. <laughs> How many different brands of coffee do you have in your house? Or is this I, your excuse to buy a bunch of different types? No. So the whole goal of the show is I'm trying to feature local coffee roasters. So somebody sent me from their local town four samples of coffee. Oh. So if you are listening and you would like to have a local small business featured to a group of 150,000 people and you would like to send a sample of coffee to me, I will feature it on the air. I'll feature you on the air. Uh, you are doing that right now. Oh, okay. Just making sure. All right. Well, um, may your weekend be full of horse rides and Lego building. Um, no Lego, no Lego building this weekend. Why not? That's sad. Uh, Liam will be here. That doesn't mean still build Legos, but I have work to do. Okay. We did decide that over the winter, though, Lego building is kind of a hold for the summer. We decided that we are buying the. Uh, full the that one that big giant star destroyer. Yes, and that's what we're going to build over the winter. Um, has are you guys still skateboarding? Uh, not yet. School just got out like a week ago, so we've kind of been enjoying two weeks ago. So we've just been enjoying that, but it will be starting soon. Have you played? Uh, is it Alice Cooper? School's out for the summer. Yeah. Yes. School's out for oh summer. So, um, all right. Well, that. if anybody has questions that we did not get to, post them in the group. Tag Brad Morgan in them, and Brad will get to you very, very shortly. Otherwise, we will see you on Monday. Same macro time.
Same macro channel. Oh, look Monday, at that. June 15th. Be there or be cubed. Be cubed? Yeah. It's like square, but worse. But worse. <laughs> but worse. You're three-dimensional now. Exactly. Oh, my God. All right, children. All right. I will talk to you later. Everybody have a good day. Thanks for coming. Have a good weekend, everybody. And remember, track your macros. And if you screw up over the weekend. We still love you. Yeah. And just start back over. All right. With that, we will play our outro music. Thanks so much for checking out this episode of Am I Live, a podcast from Macros Inc. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate it. Until next time.